So at this point, I think the title kind of speaks for itself. But what I want to cover in this in this session of the podcast, in this session in general, is the ESL portion. English as a second language. To begin, those three letters have a lot of significance for me. Not in the general sense of it's an identifier, it's a categorization tool, or it's a brand of something in which kind of completely identifies me or any other person who has been in an ESL class. No, the, the significance of the word, the significance of the initials ESL goes beyond that because there is a lot more to dissect with what the whole phrase as itself is when you say it from beginning to end. English as a second language from the very beginning I always thought meant kids that spoke Spanish because I was never really aware of any other languages that were very similar to Spanish. I knew they existed. I knew they were out there. Obviously, I was able to identify cultures. But what I didn't understand back then was that ESL encompasses more than just the Hispano culture. Now, I talk about being Hispanic, being Mexican, and being ESL because that's what I grew up with. That's what I understood. If I were to bring somebody else, or if anybody else were to create this, these sessions in, in their own way, their entire outlook would be completely different because of how they experienced ESL. Like I explained in the very beginning, I didn't know any of this until I actually joined the class filled with a multitude of multiple cultures and just due to the fact of my community being mainly Hispanic, Latino, Latinx, Latine, however you want to say it, is what kind of molded my understanding a little bit more than what it actually was. But it wasn't until I actually interacted with the people in the ESL class, it wasn't just people from Mexico. Like I said, we had one of our students, he was Chinese. We had another student that was Indian from India, possibly Punjabi, possibly another one of the other subcultures of India, just like how in Mexico, there's still indigenous people and other subsects and subcultures anywhere, just like how you can still go to anywhere around the world. And although this, the people seem to be the same, they're all very unique in their own manners and ways because of how they grew up and how things were in their surroundings. So this is one of the first realizations with, with ESL that I came upon once I actually entered the class and my experiences. But this wasn't in the very beginning. In the very beginning, my initial and only exposure to what ESL was, 
was my community. Every single one, every single last one of those students in the very first ESL class I ever went to when I was, I would say, either between the sixth and the seventh grade. Every single one of them, I knew them because that's who we grew up around with. Now, once we entered high school, the diversity, the diversity pool expanded a little bit more. That's when we started including our, our other classmate who was Chinese. That's when it was included that there was our other classmate that was Indian. That's what was included that there was another student that spoke Spanish, but was from El Salvador. We even had another student who was from Vietnam. And I could go as far as saying that we could have had an Eastern European student, somebody else that I actually grew up with that was my friend growing up. But for my own unknown reason, and I'm not going to make speculations, he just wasn't a part of the ESL class. But he could have easily qualified. Now, this is the portion of the ESL class where I'm trying to explain that aspect of what that initial realization versus the expansion of recognition into what really ESL encompasses. And then now as an adult, as a person who has been able to to interact with many, many other cultures, as well as travel, I understand the concept of ESL a little bit more because here it's ESL. But if you're an immigrant of your own country and you go to a different foreign country, what is it going to be? If you were to go to Spain, it'd be Spanish as a second language. If you were to go to France or if you were to go to, go to Germany, it would be French as a second language or German as a second language. So that's the, the generalization of the circumstances. But those circumstances create a very unique environment in which where you are placed outside of your own community, put into an interactive environment with other communities, different communities, who are experiencing the exact same outcome of what you experience of what you are experiencing in your community. Now, using this as a tool for learning and for education, it works perfectly because it's a good way to understand and to interact with a lot of cultures and to be able to to get to know each other and learn a little bit more. It's probably more common for people who speak a second language to be able to relate to somebody else who speaks a second language or a third or a fourth, but being whatever the case, in this situation, just like my own, English being my second language, I can easily communicate with anybody who speaks English. There's no issue with that. But the relatability isn't there. It's the people that understood the struggle and still continue to find that difficulty with communication and to be able to assertate all of what they are feeling. Those are the people that I feel I have a little bit more of a different connection, a better connection, a more grounded connection than a lot of other people. And I'm not knocking it to, oh, well, we're just two ethnic groups. No, it's it's just like anything in life. Life is all about experience. 
And this experience is one of those unifying things that help you relate to the other people around you, regardless of their backgrounds. Just like how in any other situation, the military being one of the greatest melting pots, it's your interaction with other people around you that make you and assist you and helps you grow. It's that experience that lets you interact with other people from other different cultures. And then there's been that meme being shared around about it will only be in the military where your white friend will be teaching your Chinese friend all the curse words while your Mexican friend is cooking his homemade meals while your German friend is sitting there helping you out create his crazy drink from his past and your black friend and your Indian friend are sitting there trying to teach each other the relationship between their own dances. This all goes back to that. And one thing I can say about the ESL course and the ESL situation, being a student of ESL, being a foreigner, being an immigrant, primarily an immigrant, leaving my country and then becoming an immigrant as I enter the country, once I entered the country, the one thing I can say and I can truly repeat is the fact that it has given me a better outlook on life and has given me a little bit more of understanding on how to be able to interact and how to be able to relate to other people. But it's funny how I, just like all of these students, ended up in the circumstances. Some kids are put into the ESL program because it's quote-unquote good for them to be able to learn them, to be able to educate them. It's what's required of the educational curriculum for them to be able to excel. But that isn't always necessarily the case. That it just has to be done and it has to be enforced. For me, in my educational time, in my time in education, I should say, I have one person to thank for that and is actually the first ESL teacher that I had. Now, inadvertently or possibly intentionally, I don't know how his idea of putting us in the ESL class was even brought about, but I still remember the very few initial interactions that I had with this man, with this individual, this, this great educator who I still to this day revere in a lot of ways because, like I said, had it been intentionally, had it been advertently, had it been a pre-planned thing, he he made, he's, his influence has made this occur. Me to be able to express myself the way that I can and the way that I'm able to with this language as well as still be able to continue to express myself with my language of origin. Now, all of this adds up together because those initial interactions were were some of the most neutral type of interactions that you don't expect to have with an adult, much less an educator who isn't necessarily a teacher, but more of a guidance counselor, more of a mentor. To say the least, and to, to thank this man, Mr. March, where wherever you may be out there, hopefully in good health, it is because of you that I am able to do this. 
Now, continuing, like I said, with this whole situation is that I don't know how, how this all came about, but his intervening, his his pushing and his questioning of who we were as students, but also as children of the ESL program was the one thing that still sticks to me to this day because not only would he interact with us in English to kind of gauge our our depth of of the language itself but he would also interact with us in Spanish in our native tongue to be able to to help us be comfortable with the situation to be able to be feeling more at ease when we were explaining things because he understood the difficulty between having to communicate from one language to another and be frustrated with the translation, the proper grammar, the, the, the pronunciation of things. And his, his patience and his, his entire demeanor was that on an even leveled playing field that I can only say I have ever experienced it with few teachers and and I would like to dedicate a a future episode to to these educators because they have been a great influence to to me and to to a lot of the people that were in my ESL class but for the moment I want to continue to keep speaking on on him on Mr. March because he he was always continuously subconsciously a a very influential person for this ESL for the ESL sessions for a lot of these things as as understanding the other things that he did help me realize and I just recently realized it was that when he placed us in that class maybe like I said might have been intentionally due to the curriculum due to the requirements but what he actually did was he showed us a a form of unification in which we were able to be able to connect and relate and to be able to come together as a common threshold of individuals, even within our own same community, a group of individuals, and showing us that us, me, you, nosotros, we are able to do this and so much more things, but also to be able to understand that with the outside influences of this new world that we are being raised in, it's easy and very fast to forget about your roots, to forget about your culture. That by placing us in this class, by us being able to interact, even if it was on a quarterly level, that we should not forget our language, that we should understand that what we are learning, that that this mandatory class of ESL isn't just a required curriculum, but a personal period to be able to continue to interact and to be able to keep bridging those small gaps that this new culture that we were being brought into was slightly creating. That just as our new education was important, so were our roots and so was our languages and so was the influences of not only our peers the people that we were with at the moment but our parents as well because he had a very 
high rapport with our parents for for a man of his age a a fellow service member as well which I will get into that far far later a little bit but for a man of service he has had the experience of being able to to interact in the exact same way that I am being able to interact with multiple cultures and multiple people and multiple experiences so that honestly gave him the opportunity to be able to connect even more so into this community an American man learning a completely different language and not only learning the language but excelling at the language and using that as an influential factor not only to relate to us as ESL students but to be able to relate to our parents who were essentially on par with him in age and were probably his peers but he related to them in such a well way and, and in such a unique manner with all of us not just them with all of us in this like I said in this plane in this leveled surface all on the same level it just keeps astounding me still to this day and it keeps bringing so many more realizations on how influential not only was this class but ESL as a program in total incomplete just as a whole so with all of this put together I want to touch on these final things about the ESL sessions the ESL sessions is a personal project it's a personal responsibility that I have placed on myself to be able to not only help me to be able to express these numerous thoughts of having grown up in a completely different country and being misunderstood and misunderstanding the context of how it was and how it is to live in a foreign land growing up as a wholly foreign person. It's a platform for myself as well as others who would like to interact and would like to share their stories to be able to come on and to be able to express these feelings, these thoughts and these nuances, these realizations of what it is and what it has been to be an ESL student, to be a person of ESL, to be able to take those experiences and to be able to take those stories and send them out to the world so that way the rest of the world or the peoples in the communities or the peoples wherever we are, wherever they are, are able to understand that there are more people like us out there, that for us, ESL, English as a second language wasn't just another school curriculum, but a fascinating experience, a project in social interaction and retention of culture, an experience in social interaction and cultural effects that the ESL sessions, just like those days that you would spend in class, talking to your friends, having fun, joking around, organizing or just even being quiet and observing is the purpose of ESL so this is all that I have left to say with ESL look back on it with a fondness look back on it with some sort of anger with some sort of feeling with some sort of discontent with some sort of joy with some sort of feeling which makes you feel in a way 
complete, lost, whole, confused, realized, educated, misunderstood, or just meh. Because that's how I've felt. And I can guess that's how some of you have felt. And that's how I can definitely predict that future generations will feel. That it's normal. It's a day-to-day life experience, but it's a worthwhile experience. Learn it, experience it, and enjoy it. Because it's more than just a course. Because this is ESL. English as a second language.